back to the Memory Jogger podcast on Rediscover the 80s. You've dialed up Jason here on the FM side and Wyatt over there on the AM side. <laughs> oh, wait. We're going through a tunnel. Wait, <laughs> FM does that. <laughs> uh, we are ready once again to jog our memories and run down a few childhood dreams from the 80s and early 90s, we'll say in hopes that we stir up maybe some of your own memories. We appreciate all the listeners subscribing and downloading the show on your favorite podcast app and also on the Throwback Network podcast feed. And if you subscribe to Rediscover the 80s on YouTube, you can watch our recording session hangouts. So, uh, well, Wyatt, I cannot wait to get into our topic for Episode 9. Can't believe we're up to Episode 9 already on this. Uh, which is our memories of the county fair. Yes, this could be very... I always say it's very interesting, but it kind of is. Every episode is interesting, just the way it goes. And for you, the listener, we don't know what your area is like. You might have a county fair. Uh, If you're like some of our areas, we had a county fair, but we also had little borough, burg, village-type fairs, carnivals, uh, the in-between they had those little things too so we don't know what your experience is we'll regale all of our enjoyable memories of the county fair and we might have some comical moments uh, i can think of one or two right now that we used to do i'm sure there's far more but yeah this is uh i've been waiting for this i've been waiting for a lot of our hometown yes jason is mimicking one right now that we used to do his if his headset doesn't fall off i need a great court audio i need tippy for my bungle Yes, uh, before I lose it, I'm going to wait for that one later on. Got a little inspiration. Very. Um, <laughs> I just said that to the listeners, because your headset was off, that uh, I'm going to wait to expand on that in a little <laughs> bit as we go through our uh, okay. our episode. Okay. Because otherwise, I'm well, going to lose uh, it. I've, I've got a few memories, too, but uh, hopefully I can remember them all. I tried to jot some down. <laughs> But as I was thinking, you know, more comes so spontaneous stuff too. We can, but um, before we get into the show, as usual, we like to shout out some of our listeners that left feedback from our last episode. We only had one commenter from the last one, which was the uh, Saturday morning TV commercials we went through. That was really fun. Uh, Brian Roboticist, who is uh, a friend over there on the Throwback Network. Dude, really like this episode, and thanks for the shout-out at the beginning. Real cool of you. Again, we'd like to shout-out our uh, our listeners and thank them for tuning in, and we'd love to hear your feedback, too, your memories that might have been jogged. So you can always leave those over on Twitter, at RD80s, on uh, Facebook, and or you just you know find our show notes on rediscoverthe80s.com and... We we try to scan them all <laughs> oh, yes. for uh, comments before each show. So just leave it there and let us know that you are listening and what you liked about it. And uh, let's you want to go into a couple icebreaker headlines there? Sure. I know that we've seen it. I've just seen it recently that the – and you hinted at it the last episode that there's a Super NES that is finally actually going to hit the streets in September. Yeah, we had talked about it before that maybe it would come out 
you know, in time for the Christmas season this year. And uh, the new SNES Classic has uh, 21 games. I think the NES had 30. Mm-hmm. But um, got some pretty good ones in here. Donkey Kong Country, The Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, uh, Star Fox, Super Castlevania 4, Super Mario Kart, Super Metroid. Lots of super games. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Street Fighter 2. Yeah, so there's a pretty good lineup. Well, it's going to be a little bit more, I think, than what the uh, Classic, the NES Classic was going for. I think that was like 50 or 60, and this is going to be 80 bucks. So uh, that's going to come out around September the 29th this year. And I also read that Nintendo's actually manufacturing more, so there's not going to be those lulls where the supply is gone we're waiting it hits a store and it's gone you know in a couple days before anybody can really pick these up and then you're surfing on ebay you know right and i'm i'm hoping it's actually has a better better chance of people to get these i somehow missed it and a few other nintendos in between the original nes and the wii so I'm not very familiar with the Super NES or the GameCube or yeah. N64 or whatever was in between. But still, it, this is a good rebirth of our 80s. Uh, yeah. and hopefully it captures a lot of new and old audiences. Yeah, and I think well, I think it might have been early 90s when it actually debuted. But there's you know several franchises that came over uh, into the Super NES. Obviously, Super Mario World was the, I believe, the one that came with uh, the system. And, uh, yeah, I just hope it... Well, I'm, I'm reading through an article here, and they shipped these from September through the end of the year. So there'll be a constant of about three months where they'll supply stores. So if you're going to get one, you want to get one, you got to do it this year. Don't wait until after... Right. Because then, as far as they you know, what Nintendo is releasing, they're not sure about uh, any more beyond that. But they're supposed to get a nice influx to begin with. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I mentioned to you before, Wyatt, I think I texted you that um, uh, the company At Games has reached out to me, and I'm going to post the uh, press release up on Rediscover the 80s soon about the Sega Genesis flashback console and also the atari i think it's number eight they're up to now flashback console that they're going to release in the fall as well so you're going to have a nice little influx of these retro consoles for christmas this year this one looks interesting because it can also play cartridges it's going to come you know loaded with i think like 80 or 85 games but you can also pop your cartridge in there if it's not on the list and still play it on you know through your hdmi on your big screen. So that'd be so cool. I'm, to be I'm to that. excited about that. That's what I wish they would have done with this NES classic that they did. Yeah. Where you could also slap in your cart from days old and play whatever you want, rather than you're stuck with that 30 games and you can't even use, unless you drag out your old NES or you do like I did you know, for you and I get the $10 cheapie. So you can play right. the carts. So I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I'm actually really excited for Sega to do this. 
is Atari doing the same thing? Yeah, it's basically going to be the same. The same company's producing that, so you'll be able to pop your uh, Atari cartridges in there. It'll play that as well as you know having all the games preloaded. So I thought that was cool, and I'm not sure about the controllers, but I know they come with, usually with wireless controllers, and the the Sega Genesis ones are as well. But they're also going to have ports to plug in your original controllers. So if you got some sitting around. You can plug those up, and I right. think do that with the NES. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain on that. Um, I don't, I don't recall. But yeah, but I, I like I said, I didn't buy one because I've got a system that'll you can hook up through uh, your modern TVs. But anyway, that's cool. That's some pretty cool news, retro news. I was uh, story that I was looking at this week is. Uh, have you seen the new Fuller House with the I think girls seen, from Full House? I've only seen one or two episodes. I have not been a frequent watcher of it. I was not a big uh, Full House of the original. I wasn't that big of a fan. I liked it, but I didn't watch it like uh, consistently. So I, mm-hmm. I, I'm devoid of any storyline that they that may they even may be carrying on. And I was kind of the same way. I was. I'd catch an episode here and there. And then my wife started watching Fuller House. And I I just, I was watching along mainly because I was interested in see how they, that whole story does play out and already on to season three. And that's going to premiere September 22nd, which will be the 30th anniversary of the original show. Nice. Cool. They're going to, they're planning that out to uh to come out on the 30th anniversary. So uh yeah, I'm going to be uh I like I said, I'm going to be tuning in for a few episodes. It's not really my thing either other than uh, you know, most of us guys had a thing for one of the ladies that were on there. Uh <laughs> we already we already had that episode. We're we're in the safe. Let's, well, not, do, let's not let's not challenge ourselves to a potential divorce <laughs> or lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's coming up. And then one more today uh, that I thought was interesting. You know, there, we get all these reboots, remakes, 30-year sequels, whatever you want to call them. Have you ever seen the movie Tremors and its many sequels with Kevin Bacon? No, sorry. Have you seen any of those movies? I think it came out early 90s. It might have been like 1990 or 91. And it's about these like worm creatures that are in the ground and they uh, like attack this town. And I don't know. It was just one of those weird, it wouldn't have came out back then and would have, you know, debuted on sci-fi network now with all those like shark NATO and (laughs) craziness, you know, it would have fit right in. Cause it's just kind of that has that persona about it. And they're bringing back, well, essentially Kevin Bacon's character and they're making a new TV series and he's going to, still be i guess that same character uh and it's going to be on sci-fi you know so <laughs> that's it's pretty wild you know 19 it, it was 1990 i'm looking through the uh the the press release now so you know gosh almost 30 years <laughs> later <laughs> and uh I, I don't know i think this is going to be fun i think it's going to fit right in like with the sci-fi programming and yeah. uh it, it was just one of those movies, just fun. It, 
the uh, the the characters that I like was uh, the dad from Family Ties, Michael Gross. Oh yeah, and his his wife was uh, Reba McIntyre, and they were just like these you know redneck uh, weapons in their basement, ready for the end of the world kind of a thing, and. <laughs> They were my favorites uh, on the movie, the original movie. Yeah. They've made like three or four of them. M- most of them were the sequels, I think, were all maybe like direct to VHS or DVD or whatever. But uh, it was, it's, I don't know. It's just such a fun movie. If you've never I, seen it, you need to go check it out. Yeah, I'll have to go take a look at that. So, well, that's, I guess, about uh, it for what I had for Icebreaker. Headlines. Did you want to get on with the show? Yeah, let's get on with our uh, episodes of fairs, I guess is the best way to put it. <laughs> uh, we could go a couple ways, but I thought we'd start out like we have in the past, where we kind of remember or try to recall when the first time, uh, we may not remember the date, but remember the our first right. fair type uh, encounter. What was yours? Uh, for me, it was probably Kerwinsville days, which was, uh, in my hometown and, uh, they rented out this park and they brought in, it was mainly kitty rides. It wasn't really any bigger rides that I can remember. And, you know, all the games, the food, they had a, a couple, uh, places where they set up like bingo and stuff and, uh, it was mainly, you know, f- set for the kids. And that was really, I think, my first experience or at least my first memories of going to like a carnival type setting. And uh, I still have one of my prizes I won at one of the games when I was there. And I kept it all these years. It hung on my wall forever in my bedroom growing up. And then it somehow managed to not get broken and stay alive all these years later, but it's this glass. It's like stained glass and this little cardboard sleeve. And it had a little, you know, thing on the wall here to, to hang up. And, uh, I think it even has a date on it. I want to say it was like 80, 82, maybe I'm going to take this out. So if I screw up one of my prized possessions, after all these years, I'm going to blame you. But uh, <laughs> 1983, it's got right there underneath the. Uh, <laughs> well, I can't really make this, it out because it's for little, the monitor. Anyway, it's the stained glass uh, Trans Am <laughs> picture. Glorious, you know. And that's this is the time when uh, Night Rider was hitting the air, and it's probably why I chose it. I don't know what uh, my other choices were. <laughs> can't remember right. that but uh one of my prized possessions now and uh love the thing and i still have a few other little things that i won you know at the clearfield county fair and stuff but that little piece of memorabilia there takes me back pretty instantly so uh what about you what do you recall about your first fair or carnival experience my first fair was probably the Clearfield County Fair, and it was early on. I'm sure I walked around, but the first thing I remember first, and I'm kind of 
jumping ahead, but it was only because it is one of my first experiences was the, the, the truck attractor pool. My oh, cousins okay. from my cousins from Michigan drove down and they would come down specifically to visit and to go to the county fair. And they bought me, I don't think they bought my sister, but they bought me, my cousin, and of course themselves tickets to go to the truck attractor pool. And that's the bigger thing I remember. I'm sure I rode the Ferris wheel and, and took the worlds and all that, but that's the one bigger memory that sticks out is watching the truck attractor pulls and closing my ears because it was so freaking loud. <laughs> so yeah, that was, I do remember, I remember going to one of those early on, uh, you know, I don't think it was my first fair or something, but those were big in our early days, you know, back in the eighties, those tractor pulls. And then it kind of feigned as we got older, it seemed like, and they didn't, uh, they didn't bring it back for several years. Right. Uh, then replaced it with some other things that we'll probably talk about. But yeah, that was fun. It was loud. And <laughs> uh, heaven forbid, that's the only time I always thought it would be cool to live right there by the fair because then you could watch it all. And you didn't have to worry about you know buying tickets or you could watch <laughs> your, your concerts for free like a lot of people did on the rooftops. Yeah. I don't know if you remember seeing that, but I remember countless times looking from the grandstand, looking across the track, and there you see the people. I could probably count 20 people just guessing. People on the rooftops just chilling, <laughs> watching whatever event was happening at the main, the basically the grandstand. Well, that's what I thought was kind of cool, too. When I was remembering, my grandmother lived, you know, within, I don't know, quarter of a mile of the fair. Yeah up race street there and we would park over there and just walk over. So we didn't have to pay for, you know, parking and stuff. Uh, and that was, I remember doing that, you know, pretty early because it was once you're there for a while and you're walking around, you're tired and then you got to walk, you know, a little distance to get back to the car more than it would be, you know, if you parked close by, I do remember those, those walking trips back and being yeah. very tired, you know, <laughs> I know we parked most of the time very often down there somewhere, but there was there was someone we knew. Um, I think who it was. We knew someone nearby, and we would park in their parking lot for a while, and then they that fizzled out. And then we would I think where else we would we would park out on the street when we could pull it off. We would park out on the street mm -hmm. and walk in. You know, it might be a quarter mile or so, but we would go somewhere down in the back you know, backside of yeah. Clayfield street or wherever and try to park somewhere without having to deal with paying for someone's paying two or $3 for <laughs> part of someone's lawn. But, uh, Hey, right, right. if they make their money, yeah. But yeah it makes your fun. fair money right there. <laughs> That's it. How about, um, how about moving on? What was your favorite? Um, I guess when we had our experiences there, when we started really collecting it, in our heads, what was mm -hmm. some of the things that you remember? I'll call it your favorites, like uh, maybe food. Uh, well, the fair was full of wonderful items to consume. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, you, you're being at the fair. Sometimes you might pay a little bit more, you know, for a slice of pizza or something. And it wasn't always the best, but 
I, there's still some things that I really enjoyed experiencing each year. Uh, one was uh, Sammy Steaks. Yep. It was basically just a steak sandwich that they would, uh, they had cooked on the grill, you know, and they, if you wanted peppers and onions and stuff on there, I think they even had like a, some kind of special sauce or something that they cooked the meat in. Oh man, those are awesome. It was like the, uh, the Philly cheese of Clearfield, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was really good. And I always made sure to to stop by that booth uh, at least once, if not multiple times when the fair was in town, you know, for that week. And, uh, I, I, I've got some memories too of, you know, when the fair came to town, you had those like first couple preview days Mm -hmm. where, you know, maybe not all the rides are set up and maybe not all the vendors are there. It was usually like what on Saturday and Sunday. And then, you know, you get your full fair week, I think starting on Monday, Monday was the parade, right? Yeah. And then, uh, but it, I don't know. It seemed like going, going in early, like if we went on Saturday or Sunday, we could kind of beat the crowds and experience some of these, uh, you know, food places with a little more freedom. <laughs> yeah. It seemed <laughs> like not standing, you know, and when that was the only day, I think <laughs> there was free because the rest free of to get in. Paid. Right. And- Right. Yeah. So you go in, you could spend a little bit more too, if you didn't have that little bit extra to, uh, you know, to pay admission. So, uh, yeah, Sammy Stakes was one. I'll let you uh, throw out one. Um, I I know I've only put a couple down, but I have a whole laundry list in my head of what I liked. My favorite probably was the the Italian sausage where you get the peppers and onions. Um, I used to like it for a short time, I, I faded away from it. I used to like it. They put the pasta or, or marinara sauce on top. Uh-huh. I used to just, that was like heaven on earth when the county fair came to town was that, <laughs> that meal right there. Uh, and it was a substantial size. I know you can't really see, I don't have anything to equate it with, but you know, it was a substantial Italian sauce. It isn't like some places around here that I've seen where it's nothing more than a hot dog. But this was yeah uh, yeah oh yeah you, you got, got your money's worth. worth definitely yeah yeah so that that was one of my favorites. Um, what about you? Was there another like second or third or fifteenth? Well, I I put <laughs> Italian sausage on my list because yeah that was another one that I really enjoyed. The other one I always had to get a, a box of saltwater taffy. Yep, and it was that booth right there by the grandstand every yep. year. You'd see it being made in their uh, little funky yeah. things. And the smell. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you, you just smell it, and you're like, oh, what is that? And, uh, you, you know, your eyes <laughs> get big, and, oh, i got to get me some. And, yeah, the taffy, just getting a box of that and all the different flavors and stuff. Uh, I, you could, I think, essentially choose if you wanted to, if you wanted to get a box of just strawberry or something. But... We always went for the mix box because, you know, you got all the different flavors and stuff and you can essentially walk around, you know, like it was a box of popcorn or something, but it, you got your, your taffy in there. And uh, I always try to save some too, because I knew if I got it right away, you know, it'd be gone early and I have to go back and buy more. So I, I like to <laughs> buy it like later in the week. <laughs> so I wouldn't just, you know, eat it all while I'm there and, and take a box home and, 
enjoy it a little bit longer because I love saltwater taffy. Yeah. Uh, what else for you? Well, I actually got this mixed up. Um, I was going to say pizza burgers, but that's actually um, – I remember pizza burgers actually from Tasty Freeze. Not to go off on a whole oh, bunny yeah. trail, but, you know, you had Holy that Tasty crap, Freeze up there in uh, Kerwinsville. That was my first yeah. experience with pizza burger, and they were the best because I'd, I've eaten other pizza burgers, and they were literally a true beef hamburger patty with sauce and stuff on it. Tasty Freeze did something different, which I loved, which is they – it was actually like a basically a sausage patty, and then they put the yeah you know the pizza stuff on there. I'm like, dude, this is why Tasty Freeze went ever yeah. out of business. I don't know, but there was uh, a place like a little hole in the wall joint between Kerwinsville and Dubois mm-hmm. that had it. I don't remember the name of the place that we would stop there for ice cream too. But yep, yep. they did pizza burgers there, and holy crap, those were good. Yes, they. Were. I haven't probably had a pizza burger since I was. I've uh, had some, but they're not anything like home. <laughs> I was going to say, and I probably won't either, just for that fact. <laughs> yeah. um, but the two other foods I remember that were top choice, I guess, it, this is where I was introduced to the soft pretzel. And then later on, okay. someone said, mm-hmm. try it with mustard. I'm like, this doesn't sound right. It shouldn't be. I tasted it. Man, that was the best combination right there. So I, I love soft bread. Yeah, I had to wash myself, especially in the older years, uh, getting the spare <laughs> tire going. But, um, but the other one that my mom introduced me to, and again, it was one of those, uh, it didn't make sense at the time when she did it, was uh, French fries, but it was with salt and vinegar and malt vinegar. And I tried yes. that, and that's, I've been hooked ever since. So if there's oh, yeah. salt and vinegar chips around, yeah, I'm gobbling them up. Um, uh, I won't go that far, but I do every once in a while. We had a bottle of malt vinegar at my old work and I would, you know, get some fast food fries and just do vinegar instead of ketchup. Yep. And uh, yeah, I love doing that. That's really good. Oh yeah. There's lots of stuff that was there at the fair. I'm sure we can, you know. Oh yeah. There's that whole, uh, yeah. Um, barbecue pit remember that was over by the uh what, yeah it was over by the animals yeah of all things it was close to <laughs> you know, the animals right uh, they mainly did like chicken there uh but they had one of those huge you know long grills and oh i can remember the smell of that just overwhelming me yes yeah there was that they had yeah there's typical ice cream all over the place they had cotton candy something else I remember that was unique. Yeah, cotton candy, that was a big one for me, especially when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, And we really didn't have vendors that would go around. I mean, it was mainly booths and stuff. And, you know, you find the cotton candy stand and they would have, like, bags of it hanging outside, you know. And some would have the traditional where you get the little stick, stick, you know, and wrapped around there, but I mainly remember just like, you know, pulling the bag off the, the little overhang there. At the, yeah. This is at where the I was also introduced to funnel cakes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Funnel yes. cakes, funnel cakes. <laughs> my wife now, anytime we're at some venue that has funnel cakes and I'm the same way, I'm not just blaming her on this one, but <laughs> we've got it. We went to the uh, 
I'm you know, I'm stealing your thunder here, but anyway, I went to the air show over here at Maxwell yeah. back in April and they had a bunch of booths and vendors set up and we saw a funnel cake and we're like, we got to get one. <laughs> there was no, <laughs> there was no way around it. Funnel cakes. Oh my gosh. And I don't know what it is. I mean, it's just like, you know, the fried bread and they just coat it in that powdered sugar. And it's like, it's, uh, the best. it's like a plate sized donut. You know, that's, <laughs> that's it. what it is. <laughs> it is. I love it. Oh, they're so good. So good. Yeah. So, oh man. While we're eating, what was your favorite uh-huh. drink? Drinks? I mean, for me, it began and ended with the uh, freshly squeezed lemonade. And there was one vendor that had like several booths around, you know, the whole fair. I can't remember what was, you know, what was a particular vendor's name. But it was the same booth, same setup yep. and everything. And <laughs> if you got it depended on which one you went to, whether you would get like a you know, like a inch worth of sugar at the bottom of the thing, you know. Yep. Depending on whoever was making it, if they, you know, shook it up or stirred it up enough to uh to blend throughout. But uh <laughs> I do I do I love some I love some fresh lemonade. Yeah, and, same, same here. That I remember, it was the same trailer. So it's like they he did the cookie cutter with like the half, half circle, semicircle, uh, pop up looking uh-huh. trailer is what it looked like. And there was two or three of them throughout the, throughout the whole fairgrounds. And like you said, depending on who was there, depending on how much sugar you had laying at the bottom. But I remember them shaking it like martinis, you know, just oh, shaking yeah, the yeah, crap yeah. out of them. Uh, of course, this is when I was young and had no idea what a martini was. But uh, after watching <laughs> after watching Mash, I know exactly what it is. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I'd see them shake it, you know, and they go from the plastic or the glass cup that they would mix it in to their the wax paper that they handed you, and it was a right. it was a serious cup. Most of it was ice anyway, but it was a serious cup. At least so you you felt like you got you know a half gallon of lemonade <laughs> at least for at least as kids. That's what it felt like to us. Yeah. Um, the mo- majority of it was ice. So by the, you know, as you get closer to your teens and you're like, geez, I only got ice. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. And it went up this year. It went from, you know, $1.50 to $2. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. But they had <laughs> other drinks there too. But I know the biggest one for me was always the, the lemonade. Yeah. Me too. Uh, I, I don't know if the lemonade did it, but I remember several years having like a, uh, a couple stands that would give you a plastic cup that you could refill, you know, maybe it was for, for 50 cents or something, but I don't think it was free, but you could go back and refill it. Yeah. I don't think it was the lemonade stand. I think it was the, the, the place that had the, like the popcorn and candy apple and those places, those yeah. little trailers that have the, that set up. Oh, candy apples, man. I never like candy apples. I did, but that was way too sweet. I I get one, and that'd be, I mean, my sugar tooth was sweet for the, like the next year. I was done. I just <laughs> I couldn't chew the thing, you know, all that like caramel and. Ah. <laughs> I can take an apple and cut it up and dip it in caramel. You know, you, they have the caramel dip you can get. I'll do that all day long, but that whole <laughs> setup was no. It was uh, too messy for me. <laughs> Uh, 
All right. Well, we've gone on to uh, food and drinks. Uh, we talked a little bit about some of the shows or concerts we saw there. But uh, why don't you go first on this one and talk about some of the the shows and stuff you watched at Clearfield County Fair? Well, one of them I we've already hinted at, which was the truck and tractor pull, which was you have – there was two different classes. You had the truck pulls, which were – Nothing more than severely modified pickup trucks. Uh, some had awesome Cummins diesels or whatever diesel engine. So you'd, you know, the newer cliche of rolling coal, you'd saw nothing but black soot coming out of these trucks. Or mm-hmm. you get some of these, um, some of these guys would actually have like the massive gas engine, like the 454 or whatever. Yeah. And just You hear them things just roar, no emissions. So EPA was already writing people up. <laughs> um, but they were, you know, hauling tail with this trailer and the weight would slowly shift up, which I don't, I never understood the whole weight because by the time the guy tried to get to the finish line, he never got there, but the weight <laughs> moved, but you're hauling this to me. You're all in the same weight, but I know it's the way it's counterbalances on that truck. So anyway, you'd see yeah. that go crazy. Uh, then they had the tractor pull, which was a complete, completely the only thing that resembled a tractor was like the frame and you never never saw the frame so you'd see these guys (laughs) with massive two three four there was one tractor pull i still remember the dude had four i don't know v8 350s i don't know what size engines but there are four of them all in a row he said two and two and barreling it i'm like what kind of transmission? That's what my thought. What kind of transmission is in this thing that handles four <laughs> engines? But they would do the same thing. They would pull that weight and see how far they would get. Most of them would pop a wheelie because they'd yeah. be so oh, yeah. torqued. But yeah, then um, they had that uh, Chevy stunt show. I want to say it was the Joey Chitwood. Yeah. What it was called? The Joey Chitwood stunt show. Yeah. And the setup for us, they had this, uh, I don't was it a half-mile track that went around? I think, that's a, I think that's a half-mile track, yeah. Okay, so you had this half-mile track, and then at one portion you had the uh, like concert stage on the infield, and then the grandstands that you know came up behind it that was out from the track. And so you would have you know, like these tractor pulls, you had this long straightaway that the, they could run, you know, up and do this, uh, do their pulling. And then when Joey Chilwood came in, he pretty much used the whole track. And you had some pretty fun stunts. Uh, they had like several uh, pieces that they would bring in themselves, like a little tunnel, you know, a car could go through and jump over stuff. And the... Uh, I think they did somewhere they would crash or purposely crash into some cars that they had set up there. And yeah. uh, they would do, do all kinds of spin outs and all the stuff that you used to do in your uh, Turismo and all those cars. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the, uh, you, you know, go, out, go reverse and, <laughs> you know, gun it and try to do a perfect 180, just keep on going. And the one I remember going to one summer. They uh, brought in a couple guys, and they were in just some normal sedan or something. But they would put a ramp out, and he would run two wheels up on the ramp and get the car sideways, and he would do 
kits uh, ski mode. Yep. And they did that all the way around the track. And I think it, it might have been multiple laps that they did on two wheels. I thought that was the coolest thing. There was one episode. <laughs> you, I was with you on one of these. Uh-huh. You remember when they, when they took the Geo Tracker? This is dating it. I'm sorry. But there's one that took the <laughs> Geo Tracker and they all physically tipped the, the, the tracker over. So the guy literally started out sideways from almost like a dead stop. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that one. Oh, I remember man. them hitting the ramps, but I don't remember them <laughs> tipping up a Giro tracker. <laughs> yeah, that was. I, I you know, That's I was cool. I was really impressed, you know, because of that. And then they brought out that. It was that same time they brought out that that jet powered truck. Oh yeah. And they turned that yeah. sucker on. We felt the heat cooking us, and we were what mid. About midway up, yeah, the grandstand. Way up in the stands, yeah. <laughs> the heat that comes off those jet engine powered things. Oh my gosh. And all I could think that about was, was the mileage. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. So they, so, you know, they never they could never crank it up. They would just, you know, gun the engine a couple times and you know the flames come out and you feel that heat and you're like, gosh, what's it gotta be like down on the track? Right. <laughs> Burning up your clothes, you know. It was so, a, that was a pretty fun show. We were talking about seeing if this shows up. We were talking about the tractor pull. I don't know if the, you can see this very well on my screen, especially YouTube viewers. There's the green tractor. That you can oh, wow. To, Is this from the actual fair? Yeah. That's the grandstand back here. Uh, you can see uh-huh. that's the candy. It's sad, but we know where all these stands still st- sit to this day. And this is one of that candy apple uh, popcorn joint over here to the in front of the tractor the green tractor but that's that's mm-hmm. it i intentionally was looking for no you're gonna have visuals well i was trying to look <laughs> for the map of the place but um yeah, it's, it's probably the still the same layout as it was when we were kids right well i'm even trying to get the the whole thing going back one tick only because i saw it here mm-hmm. they had the other thing unique food that they had in the area was stromboli and that's where oh I got gosh, my first yes. taste of Stromboli. Was I don't think it was there. I think it was actually at Stromboli Land. But yeah, that was that was some good eating there. Yeah, Stromboli. That was. I remember going to Stromboli Land too. Oops, that didn't work out uh, very well. Oh, here's a fun little picture of the grandstand, so you can get kind of an idea of the setup. Uh, trying to blow it up there but uh if you click on, on if, I, if the camera shoots back to me we were i noticed it was having problems during the youtube videos but if it goes back to me here you can see that dodge ram doing again another tractor pull and you see it rolling coal like i was talking about the exhaust of it that's how close people got and how loud it was you can only imagine how loud this diesel was trying to to pull this heavy load yeah and there's, I think, if I got it up on screen share correctly, you can uh, you can see there's the the concert stage, and then you had all this grandstand up in here, and they would put bleachers in on the track for the the concert shows, and then you had some tents set up, you know, around the middle, but you had this big circle that would go back behind the stage and come back around by the grandstand that was the well, horse racing track mainly, 
Uh, what yeah. else? What else do you remember watching? Well, I hinted at this a while ago, and I said I wanted to wait till the county fair, and that was when we were talking about wrestling. There was the women's wrestling. I remember going to a women's wrestling match. I have no idea why or how I got tickets, but we went. And I don't remember who was wrestling, what who the characters were. Being as young as I was, I'm I'm fortunate of where the one pillar was uh, for uh-huh. the roof. But the lady pulled the girl's like outfit in one of her moves, so basically all her giblets were hanging out. And being a young <laughs> young man, fortunately that was you know something was blocked. So I'm doing the being the perv, going what what am I missing? I think I'm missing her butt or whatever. And yeah, <laughs> where where was the was this at the grandstand? This was well, this was down. They had it actually on the track. The wrestling ring was actually down on oh, the track. Oh really? And I was up in the grandstand. I don't know how far up, but uh, yeah, that was my whole <laughs> incident with that experience. I'll call it. I don't remember wrestling there. It was a one-time thing. It they had a guys' match and a girls' I guess match. They're ripping each other's clothes off. Well, they weren't ripping. It's probably them off, one time thing they're ripping. <laughs> but I was, you know, I I didn't think all of it was, you know, fully real. Watching WWF, not mm-hmm. WWE, but WWF back in the day. But when you see, you know, these girls, they're just wrestling, and all of a sudden you see her yank her uniform <laughs> outfit. I'm like, okay, were they giving us a free show, or what was going on here? <laughs> Yeah, so that yeah. that's uh, about it for the shows for me. I didn't watch too much else except for, oh, uh, you you stole my thunder. You found it. <laughs> There's a picture. That's from the grandstand, looking back towards the fair, and you can see the. Uh, there's your uh, cotton candy snow cones. The, I think the saltwater taffy was maybe right here. No, it was right here. I think it was right there in front of this building. Yes, that's where it's at. And then, uh, I don't know what year this was taking. You come down here, and there's your midway that goes back. There's games, and most of your rides are back in there. And Ferris wheel is always in that spot, it seemed like. So, to, for the while he has this up, and unfortunately it'll, the camera will probably flip back to me for YouTube for this. If you see the road in front where Jason was originally pointing, where they had the, the, the saltwater taffy, the cotton candy, uh, that yes, whole stretch. That's, uh, that would be over in here. I think over in here is where I was pointing. I, I don't know if you can see that on the screen or not, but anyway. I don't see your pointer now moving. But either way, that whole strip that we're pointing out, back in our driving episode, that's the route we used to drive through and we would find puddles typically very close to this building, which you yeah. can see the, the edge of the ledge of it rather on your left-hand side, lower left-hand side. We would come barreling down here with my dad's Plymouth Horizon, <laughs> my Plymouth Turismo, sometimes my red truck, depending on, you know, it was my dad's at the time, and just try to find our biggest puddle that we could find out of this park. And usually it was towards the far right that era was the bigger puddles and we had to make a quick u-turn before we hit some houses to you know to go back up something else that's in this photo 
on the very left-hand side, there's a little tiny building, like a reddish building setup. That was where they had the car giveaway. You oh, yeah. Yeah. It was only a couple bucks at the time. But, you, you know, they always gave away a car of some sort. Yep. Usually your secondary prizes were like a grill or a bike or something else. But I'll let Jason talk so this camera switches back over to it. Yeah, it was. it's the very left uh, middle of the the picture I've got on the screen and can't remember who it was always sponsored by like a rotary club or something every year. And you could get a, they gave you a deal on tickets. So it was like one ticket for $2 or three for five or, you know, whatever it was. And you could put your uh, name in the hat, so to speak on a brand new car. I don't remember that being, you know, like overly exotic or anything. I, it's usually, uh, you know, the modern sedan or I think they did have some pickups in there, you know, throughout the years. They did. They used to have be like a Chevy truck, but it would be their the, like the base model. So it'd be like a full size Chevy, full tr- you know, full size truck, Silverado or mm-hmm. whatever. But it would be the V6 short bed, two wheel drive. Right. With baby <laughs> that we baby didn't need truck. in the snow up there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on occasion, you'd see a Subaru from the local Subaru place, Wilkinson's. There might be a couple other, like a Ford. But again, it'd be the very base model that you would see. So we're kind of veering off topic, but this this actually works out. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is the county, the fairground layout. So here is the track that we've been talking about on your left-hand side of the screen. That's the racetrack, and the grandstand uh-huh. is right about here. And here's your grandstand, like we were talking about. So when the, the, the picture that Jason was just showing was probably taken, like, right on the edge here. And you're looking down along this whole walkway, and that's where all the, the concessions were located that we were, we've been just talking about. Back in the back uh, was your arcade and rides all the carnival rides and all that some of this is actually named you can see where things were in the middle here you had they called it a little grove or litz grove uh stage yes 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 and they would have all types of shows come on it could be local bands which was typically where what was there on occasion you'd see some kind of act or show where some some kind of skit from either a local uh, the local uh, cast, which was the the local acting, I want to say company, but that's not it, arts, arts and building. On occasion, you'd see like gospel singers or something performing out of there. Then right next to, s- I'm sorry, I was going to say, I remember seeing, I remember seeing an Elvis impersonator there one year. Yes, I remember, I remember seeing him. a ventriloquist. Uh, Oh yeah, they, it was just a revolving door of acts the whole day. Yes, it was uh, throughout the week that you can come and just kind of sit, eat your lunch, dinner, and watch. Pretty much, yes. Then right next to it, which was hilarious, uh, especially looking at it as an adult, was the wildlife pavilion where it had all types of animals of all places right next to a stage full of people. <laughs> But you'd see all types of critters. You'd see deer. Uh, they'd have fox. They'd have, I think they'd on occasion snakes. have some snakes, yeah. Beavers, groundhogs. 
I think they had a bear that's right my, here. That's where my dad bought his rattlesnake eggs in the little envelope. You remember that trick? No. It was like a little manila envelope. And inside was this little contraption that was like a rubber band tied to some washers. You wind oh. it up, you stick it in, and the the envelope said, uh, you know, rattlesnake eggs, beware. And somebody would open it up and it'd like, you know, <laughs> scare the crap out of you. But I remember they had that little gag <laughs> that you could buy right there. Yeah. He loved so, that kind of stuff. So all in this area was just tons of games. Uh, that's where Carnes Brothers used to sell their equipment, their tractors and mm-hmm. four-wheelers and all that type of stuff. Another place out of Dubois would sell, like at the opposite end, uh, their four-wheelers and tractors. It was kind of coll- kind of comical seeing both entities trying to compete. Uh, there was a miniature golf, usually in this lower corner, not always, but there was typically that's where it sat. And then you just walk around. There wasn't much to walk around to, all that Clearfield County was. There was, you know, you, like I said, you had the arcade, you had your walkway here. You had all of your farm animals. So you had this big, huge barn of nothing but well, basically birds. So whether poultry is a nom- right nomenclature, but you'd see any type of bird there. You'd see the chickens, but you might see pigeons on occasion. You might <laughs> see some other bird in there, guineas, um, turkey, and all that. Next to it was horses, and then, of course, it's, it's titled there, so you can see. You can watch through or walk through each one and see what they're like. Swine, it's kind of comical. We all wanted to see the pigs, but we never wanted to do it because it stunk all the time. Um, yeah, the cow barn was – it ran that whole length, you know, and they still had some concessions up there. So I was never really up there buying stuff just because of the cow barn was right there. Right. It smelled – I don't want to be smelling that when I'm eating. Right. So as you walk past that cow barn, though, there was about where this 15 mark is. There, uh, This would move. This bingo stand would actually move. Uh, sometimes it was over here by this number one, which was the Expo 1 building. Um, oh, that's what I remember. But, I mean, here it's 15. But here's where they've been, this area, this Expo 2 plaza is what they call it now. They would have, uh, some years they'd have a mini circus going on you and i got pigeonholed for something oh yeah we got pulled up for all the supporting each other when you're you lay back on the other one's uh legs right oh yeah it was like uh gosh how did we get up there who are we with I don't remember. Anyway, we we got suckered up there somehow. I thought we were dancing too at some point, but anyway, we were. Yeah, it was. Uh, your it was your wife that got us conjured up there, which was, was the stu- uh, why why both of us. Listen, you're the one married to her, but we both got <laughs> suckered up there, and we did it as as much as clowns as we could be. Uh, but yeah, they had that there. They have a petting zoo usually around where that thirteen is. Watch back up here. Uh, there's some kind of petting zoo of some sort. Um, um, all types of little things. Little kids' rides were typically in this yeah. area. And then you see where this two and three are located. That's now, they call it Exposition 2. So Exposition 1 was basically all the vendors that wanted to do stuff indoors. And one of the classic ones, I'm sure you remember this, who was the guy 
you don't have to remember the company, but who was the guy that has been there every year, it seems like, always at the, I call it the last door before you exit the building. Do you remember who this is? What they sold? Not off the top of my head. Right about where my arrow is, because there was a door over here. I don't know if you can see this, Jason. There was a door closer to this. Oh, in that building. Um, yeah, but one building. But nearest, I would say nearest your Taffy building, this other exit, there's a dude right there. Every year he's been there, except for one that I can think of. It may be recent now that we've, we're not there. I, all I remember is a bunch of arts and crafts crap in there that I just didn't have any interest in. <laughs> that was a lot, I won't lie. That was a lot of it. There was also like different vendors for, for the area, like construction or plumbing services or electrical right. or whatever. I, what I'm, what, what I'm hinting at for Jason here at that same little door, this guy has been here for years. I swear he's, he, he has to have one of those um, companies that never dies. It was the carpet cleaning dude. The carpet was always clean in one patch. He'd sell that stupid <laughs> carpet cleaner. He'd say he'd have it out there for like a week or two before uh, the carpet was out, a week or two before the parade or the fair started, rather. And you'd see this real dirty patch of rug, and he'd sit there and try to clean it. And he did it. <laughs> right. I do uh, remember that now. Yes. But, uh, but Expedition 2 and 3, that's where all your arts and crafts were. What I remember, the true arts and crafts. So anybody that had any paintings like us kids could draw stuff whatever the contest yeah. was and get entered for it i actually entered a couple times in there i drew a, a helicopter once didn't get anything out of it i drew my dad's gas tanker when he was working for beard oil company i drew that and i actually got first or second place out of that oh yeah yeah i rated out of that but here here's how old we are this building was never part of the county fair for years this expo two over here there was a building before they tore it down there was a building up somewhat close to this let's grove stage it sat somewhere in this area and they tore it down it might have been closer to the street they tore it down probably for unsafe reasons and then they finally got a contract to open up this building for the county fair but anyway all that is all that to say you know it's been there for ages it seems uh, yeah. or we've been there for ages rather in that area like i said you catch all types of arts and crafts uh and then where this four five and six is closer to the track that was where all your food contests were so you know you could submit <laughs> your best can of pickled peaches or cakes or pies or vegetables or whatever that was all held in this little building as as well as their little like i'll call it their little medical care unit i think resided out of here but that's i pointed this out i was hoping to find this map so that you guys uh, especially the listeners and more so the people watching on youtube uh, would see the layout of this and like i was saying about when we would watch shows if there were shows or fireworks are going on Right here on the very left-hand side of this, your screen, you see Park Street, New Street. Uh, this was all houses. So these people were quite literally on their roofs peering into what was, whatever event was going on. And they got you know, free, free viewing. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I hope this helps for the mostly the watcher. The, the listener is just going to have to. Uh, suck it up and go to YouTube and watch this. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, it was the county fair was great. We had so much fun transitioning. My first, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say my first, my first concert, music concert I ever remember going to, and like, you know, my parents essentially paying to go to was there at the Clearfield County Fair. My mother took me one year to see Richard Marks. I think that was uh, late 80s, maybe 88 or 89 when he came. And then uh, one of the my favorites, probably my favorite concert I watched there was, it would have been right after we graduated, I think. I think it was in 94, summer of 94. I went to see Huey Lewis in the news, and I had track seats for that. And, man, that was just one great show. And I loved Huey Lewis was a huge fan and to get such good seats and stuff. Oh, I just enjoyed it. And he, the, I'm sure he does this at every show, but, um, for the, uh, the one song, the heart of rock and roll, when he's going through all the cities and, you know, San Francisco, LA, Philadelphia, well, I can't, can't remember all the cities, but then he would pop in Clearfield and everybody would go crazy, you know. Right. And, you know, I'm sure he, whatever city he was in, he would always do that and pop in the name during that song. And, uh, and that kind of sticks out of my mind as uh, one of those fun moments when you get to hear somebody famous say Clearfield, Pennsylvania, you know. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> I still do that. Yeah. Anytime I hear Clearfield, I'm already like, whoa, wait, 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 whoa, yay, Clearfield. <laughs> so and I remember, you know, just strolling around and they would put like these black tarps uh, up by the the fence going to the track so people couldn't just stand there, you know, and, and watch. But, you know, you could always hear the concert going on and uh, every once in a while I try to sneak up somewhere where they're, you know, all that. <laughs> that black tarps and stuff were in trying to sneak a, a peek at, you know, the mainly the rock and roll uh, show. They would do that. I think on Friday nights. So they always brought in like maybe a, at least one country act, maybe two. And then they would have one like rock show during the week. And then the rest were like the, you know, the, the stunt shows and, and all that throughout the week. So I, I got to hear several different bands uh, come in there. I think Poison was there one year, and uh, the Romantics and what was it? it was the Romantics and somebody else listening to them, and you know it. It, it just seemed uh, cool to have celebrities come to our town. Yeah, uh, this little podunk, you know, county fair <laughs> actually really wasn't too podunk compared to you know some of the county fairs throughout the state, but. No, it was actually, I don't know the exact dates. I was trying to find it online just before we got on. But we had, for a few years, I think while we were still in our child ages, Clearfield County Fair was very well recognized within the state of PA. It was, it was actually ranked the best fair, even above the state fair, for at least once, maybe twice wow. during its run. It held a lot of high regard. In fact, this year it's the, it's going to be the 157th county fair, so it's been around for you know, 157 years. Yikes! So, you know, it's an old, old fair. But a lot of people, especially us that's grown up and our our family, especially, 
it it's gone downhill and i i don't fault i'm getting to the politics but i'm not trying to um, <laughs> I'm, i don't fault the fair board because they you know every year they're charged with trying to bring someone in big names as well as the entertainment all the different venues and all that and so sometimes they have to change the contract to get the best or to get the most you know bang for their buck but you know them changing it for you know it was great for years and then it changed and a lot of people yeah. basically didn't like the change that was going on because of the cost the cost to get into the fair was has been going up uh, the last few years and that's what has drawn it down unfortunately uh, for a while, but it, it held a lot of high regard for years. Uh, the local TV station, WTAJ TV 10 would always come up. They'd always have a broadcast. They'd actually would them. And I think uh, WJAC channel six would always come up and leave their cameras up on the very back of the grandstand to capture the, not so much mm -hmm. the events, at the grandstand side, but they would reverse it like like Jason had that one panoramic view to showcase all the yeah. happenings of what's going on out in the fairgrounds themselves. So it was really Keep a live shot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it, it held a lot of respect <clears throat> for a lot of years. I know that it's gone downhill, but anyway, that aside, I was trying to think of who I went to listen to there at the county fair and the only two i can think of is one was my mom's favorite and that was the beach boys they were there for a number of years yeah. i don't know who liked them um, <laughs> some of their songs were nice they were good i'm not faulting beach boys but it was like beach boys was a top act for like i don't know 20 years it was there for as much as we were a kid so it's just like a common thing to oh beach boys are coming yay yeah we know you know, it wasn't like, you know, Metallica coming to town. Not that I'm yeah. a fan of Metallica, but not that, you know, that rarity of, oh, wow, big name. The only other people I saw was uh, Tim McGraw, country singer, showed up. And I went as a date with uh, a girl I was dating there in 12th grade. And mm -hmm. I felt like I, I felt bad as, as the audience because the dude, the singer, was looking at me. And to me, I, I'm not, I'm very... Uh, You're the right word? demographic. Well, I was, I'm, I'm reserved. So <laughs> it takes a lot to entertain me to get a, a reaction. Uh, so I'm just sitting as they're watching, as they're doing, you know, dancing around and trying, even there, I think it was, I like it. I love it. It was one of the top songs back in the, the day. Yeah. I'm like, that's a great song, but yeah. Like listen to the radio. Yeah. And I'm just not getting <laughs> into it. I know him or one of the lead, you know, one of the, the vocalists looked at me and I don't. I, I felt bad because I'm not waving my hands like I just don't care and all that crap. I'm just enjoying the music, and I felt bad because I'm not rowdy like all the rest of Clearfield County yeah. behind me. So, but otherwise, that's the only two acts that I've seen. I wanted to see Tiffany. I do have. I still have in my memorabilia the newspaper clipping when she showed up. She made front news. Oh, yeah. I still have that buried because she was one of my first loves uh back in the day <laughs> and i was pissed at that was another show that was another show yeah another show <laughs> i do remember they got garth brooks one year did they i don't remember him they did they did because uh i can remember 
it was it was when I was at the radio station because I remember reading in the progress uh, he met with the fair queens and stuff you know at the time and got his picture taken with them. That might have been the biggest name that they brought in during my period that I was going there, you know, every year. Because Garth Brooks, man, he was huge. To some people, then. he still is. Well, and, you know, he's sure, you know, living in the lap of luxury somewhere, but <laughs> just just raking in off, the you know, the royalties. But I do remember them getting Garth Brooks one year, and that was a pretty big deal. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to find it now for <laughs> I'm, but, uh, I know he was there. Yeah, I'm sure he was. What other thing do you remember uh about the fair? Like well, anything. I, I, I we wanted kind of to get off track, so Yeah. Well, I wanted to get back to like the, our memories of the carnival side of it, you know, the midway, okay. the rides, the games and stuff we used to play. You know, I was big into basketball you know, in high school and uh, me and my buddy, Kurt, we went down there. I don't know what grade it would have been, but they had the mini basketball game set up where the, the hoop is about like an inch bigger than the actual ball. You know, yeah. it just looks like it's so small. You're like, the basketball is not going to fit in there. You know, and every once in a while you tell the carny to, you know, I want to see you put one in there. <laughs> just so you know, you don't feel you you know because it was like a dollar shot or whatever it was and we both got pretty lucky one year i remember you know there's times where you would spend dollars after dollars trying to win something <laughs> stuffed animal whatever it was right you're asking your parents for money but uh we had our own little allowance we went walking around we got up to the basketball game they're selling these mini basketballs like this and we went up there. It was like, you know, first, second, third try. We we both already made it. We got our basketballs. We're like on our way. It was like, this is too easy. You know, what happened? You know, because uh, it seems like all those games are always rigged and stuff. But uh, And this is the actual basketball, for those of you watching on YouTube, uh, that I won. And I kept it fairly new <laughs> over the years. Kept it on a dresser or something, you know. And uh, I don't know. It's none of those things. I don't know how it survived. It was in a box or something, and somehow it's still with me and can still inflate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I remember that pretty vividly. Uh, I remember one year, it was probably in my high school year somewhere. I was still big in the cartoons. I'm still big in the cartoons now. One of my favorite characters was Wile E. Coyote. Oh. And I loved the, you know, him in the Roadrunner cartoons. And this was one of the dart games, you know, where you're popping the balloons. Yep. And if you can, whatever it was, if you can get three in a row or whatever it was, you'd win, uh, you'd win a, a stuffed animal or whatever was hanging up there. And I saw, it was all the Warner Brothers characters, Bugs Bunny and, and all them. And, uh, I was walking past. You know how the carnies, they always come up to you and try to con you, essentially, into playing their game. And I can't remember exactly what he said. Here, I'll give you a freebie or something, and then uh, you pay for the next two darts if you can, you know, get three in a row or whatever the game was. And he got me, and I 
I went up there and popped one and he gave me a couple more, popped the other two. And I was like, Oh cool. I just got a free prize. He's like, no, we got to pay for the other two. I was like, well, come on, man. You know, and I end up, I don't know, whatever it cost, but I got me this Wiley coyote and I thought I still had it somewhere. I went digging through the, the <laughs> Gigi's uh, stuffed animals. Cause I know I still have it somewhere, but it was, it was not, uh, an officially licensed product by any means <laughs> because it had like little stitching coming off of it. And it was just sad. You know, by the time I got it home, it was probably ready to fall apart, but uh, it's, it held together and I still have it somewhere. Uh, that was another uh, prize I remember getting. And then one more I'll share my high school year, our high school year, senior year. I was huge into Aerosmith and that was when the living on the edge album just came out. Oh yes. Loved that album and wore it out. And that was, if you remember the album cover, <laughs> it was the cow and the cow, the, the, the pattern on the side of the cow was that like Aerosmith symbol. And then it had like a pierced udder. And I don't know. My, my mother hated that that cover because uh, I was all the time playing it. She actually liked Aerosmith, but I ended up uh, buying a t-shirt from the fair of that album cover. And I wanted to wear it for my senior pictures. <laughs> Mom, she, she did not want me to wear that shirt. She's like, but I'm like, this is me. Okay. This is what I like now. And I ended up wearing it, but I was like, sitting backwards in a chair, you know, it was like covering it up so you couldn't see the whole shirt. But, uh, gosh, I loved that shirt. I don't know what I paid for it at the time. I'm sure it was, you know, you know how those, the, the vendors were at the fair on t-shirts. It seemed like they were, the cheapest was $20 and you got it home, you washed it once and you wondered where your t-shirt went, you know, Pretty much, yes. <laughs> it was on, you know, cheap material. And I mean, there was, there was the one, the, now you remember this, where they had like the airbrushing, there was always like a vendor that had the airbrushing. Oh yeah. Custom t-shirts or even like on license plates and stuff. I wish those were still around actually. I might buy some t-shirts that are airbrushed, <laughs> but uh, this was just a different, they had like, there was always like the uh, leather and jewelry and then they had like concert t-shirts and I, I grabbed that Aerosmith one. Uh, so I remember getting that from the fair. That wasn't really a prize from a game or anything, but those were some that I remember specifically from the, from the County fair. What about you? Do you remember playing any particular games or winning any uh, prizes or going after prizes? Uh, I know I did the, the little balls to get the fish. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Did that quite often, but never got a fish. My parents never, I won a fish one year and it, you know, died after a couple of days. They bought me the whole, bought me the fish bowl, bought me the food and all that stuff. And I think after it died, after a couple of days, they're like, no, you're not playing that game again. (laughs) Rightfully so. Yeah. Right. uh, right, right. I don't think I ever, no, I think we did win a fish one year. Uh-huh. And I don't remember whatever happened to it. I'm, obviously, it probably died off, but I don't <laughs> know where it's at. Probably swimming down a sewage canal right now. 
Oh, I know one that I always played and never won. That was the one where you had the ring toss with the pocket knives. Remember yeah, that? I, did that, I did that too. I did win a knife, and I probably still have it if I'd look. Uh, it was a little. Oh, really? It's one of those little. I call it a plain, plain style knife where it just has a little tiny unlock in the back. Real uh, simple knife, just a regular you know flip out knife. I won one. Oh man, it's been so well, obviously years. <laughs> I think when I I finally got one, but I probably spent ten fifty dollars <laughs> and trying to get it. Right. I never won that game. I was, you know, I'm always like going for the huge one that was like Rambo style that the rings probably wouldn't even fit around. But right, uh, you know, they had the, like a there was always like a table in the middle that they spun, and then you had like the smaller ones that were stationary. But the the good ones were on that little table, and man, I could throw a thousand rings at those things and not win a thing. That's right. So <laughs> I, I remember playing that. Um, there was one year they had they had brought skee ball in, and I remember playing that for a little time. I remember going to the the there was an arcade tent. Yes, yes. Like towards the like down towards the one end of the, the right mm-hmm. walkway, but I remember playing that, but not very for, for very long. It was like one of those where. I just, I, I don't know if the heat or what I wasn't. Yeah, I know. it was hot. Cause they put it in like this huge tent and you got all those arcade games in there and there's no real air movement except for, you know, where you're walking in that like they had like one entrance. So it was hot in there and you know, you don't go to the fair to essentially sit inside. At least I didn't, you know, No. I didn't care what the, you know, what video games they had in there, but. Right. Um, try to think what other, I don't think I played too many more games. I'm, I'm sure I threw the darts at the balloon. Yeah. The um, other one I remember playing and never winning. I don't even know what the, you know, the prizes were, but I was into baseball as a kid. I played little league and a little bit of senior league baseball up until I was about like 13 or 14. And they always had the, uh, the pitching area where you could test and see how fast you threw the baseball. Oh yeah. I remember that. And you, you know, you would get, I think it was, you would throw one to see kind of how fast you could throw it. And then maybe it was the second throw or third throw. You had to guess how fast you were going to throw it. And if you were like, I don't know if you had to be dead on or maybe one mile an hour off here or there you could win a prize and you know, I would always come up there and I'm like, well, I can see how fast I can throw this thing. Well, throw it a hundred miles an hour. You get up there and you throw it as hard as you can. You like throw your arm out, you know, and you're like, Oh, I, should, I right. threw it too hard. I should have warmed up a little bit, you know? <laughs> and then by the time you get to the end, you know, I, I remember a time where I could throw like in the seventies at least. And then by the time, you know, your third throw and you've already thrown out your arm and you're like, in the fifties and you're like, Oh man, what? This thing's wrong. I'm just great. You know? <laughs> oh, I, I just threw 70. How can I throw 58? You know, uh, <laughs> that was a game I remember playing. I didn't, there was game particular games that I would pick out, I guess, probably based on what you could win. Our, our yeah. games were limited for us only because we had to work off of a, uh, basically a, I would call it a budget for the day. So uh-huh. 
my dad would always sit there or my mom would always say, okay, well, if you can, you can go play video games, but then you won't have any money for uh, snow cone or taffy or whatever right. the case was. And that was one of those things that always deterred me. Cause I go and get one game in and then save the money for yeah whatever food or whatever. The, the other one that I always thought was rigged was where they had this like little metal ramp and you rolled a bowling ball. You remember this one? You roll it up and you roll it up over this ramp and down. And then you had to roll it. It had to stay in that like little area where you rolled it up over. If it came back and all the way out, you lost. And it had like a little red flashing light, like the old school police light, if you want it. And I don't know. I would sit there and watch people, and I'm sure I watched people do it, but. I could never do that. And then the other one was there was one that had like outside and it was like this rope ladder. I was sitting and watch people all day play this game, but it was, there was like three little ladders and you had like a net underneath and you had to balance yourself on this little rope ladder and get up to a point and you hit a ding to bell or something. If you made it all the way up there without falling off, then you won like a huge. It was like a huge stuffed animal. Uh, you remember that, that game? game. No, you don't I don't remember that? either of those games. No. Oh man, that was just fun to watch people fall off. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, um, if that's all the games, let's talk about some rides. Yeah, let's do that. What's some of the what? your favorites that you uh, remember? Probably the better. The more fun ones that I liked was the scrambler, where you're, oh yeah, you know you're you're thrown against the wall and heaven forbid you're the guy actually on the side of the <laughs> right. the vehicle. If you're on the right side of the the cart, uh, the yeah, the little thing that you go around and around, you, you were always getting in front of everybody's weight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the scrambler was awesome. I remember doing. Yeah, the pirate the ship. That was fun because you know. It would get up to a point where you you know it wouldn't do a loop <laughs> just because you weren't like strapped in. It was just more of like a bar or something. I can I can't exactly yeah, remember. I think it was a safety bar, yeah. But yeah, you, know, you get up there and you get on your side as that thing is swinging, and oh, it was fun. I always loved the pirate ship. Yep, and the other one I liked, I guess because it was so simple, but I liked the the Ferris wheel. But not so much for the ride itself, but I like to be on the top trying to see as much of Clearfield County as I could from, you know, only only <laughs> yeah, 25 yeah. feet up or whatever it was. But I would I would get on that. I think one year I did the double Ferris wheel and I felt like I was even higher. And that was that's about all I did for rides. It was the same concept, you know, spend all your money uh -huh. on rides. You don't have you can't get lemonade or whatever. So <laughs> I chose wisely. At least I thought so. Yeah. No, How about no. you? What was uh, some of your rides that you liked? Yeah. There you go. There's the pirate ship. Well, some of it was like a pirate. Maybe one year it was like this where it's like Egyptian themed. Uh, Pharaoh's Fury. It's <laughs> that <laughs> one. Uh, yeah, I always had to go on the ferry wheel uh, just for you. I mean, you want to see – you don't get – a chance that often to see, you know, the whole city or town from that height. 
So that was always fun. Uh, one I remember that was kind of a big kid's ride, but I always thought was cool, called the Gravitron. It was like this spaceship ride, and you would get inside, and you basically just stood up against the wall, and it would spin you like crazy. Uh, oh, here it is. I'll share it. See if you remember that thing. But well, uh, you would be not even seeing it. I remember it, and okay. I was too timid to to watch it or <laughs> jump in it. Yeah, well, you get you know there was like a little section that would open up, and you'd get in there, and it was always like loud music. And yes. I remember they had one or used to have one at uh, at Bland's Park for a while, yes. which is now Del Grosso Park or something. And I was always excited when we went there because there were some similar type, you know, rides that you would go and see and uh, and get to experience other than just that, you know, yearly trip to the fair. So that one was cool. The other one I remember that was like uh, like the loudest ride because they would just crank. Oh, yes. Usually Aerosmith or some hard rock music. Like uh, – it, it was usually the hard rock that they would blare on the Himalaya. I'm going to put that up on the screen for you, uh, YouTubers that are watching. It was uh, it was so darn loud, and they had like a DJ that would sit up in the picture, be off to the left side here, where the you know they would. He's such the ride operator. I always call him the DJ because he you know had the the music right there as well. And you would go through that, you know, it's just basically an up and down yeah, uh, train ride that, you know, was pretty fast. <laughs> and it's down in that one corner of the midway, and it would just be so loud. And when you would get to a song you really liked, you just kind of hung out there for a while because you could just listen to it and, and watch the people, you know, screams they... <laughs> as they went down there. So that was one of my favorites as well. Uh, you got some other ones? Uh, not too many more that I really rode. Uh, mine, my rides were limited. Uh, <laughs> again, because of the incentive uh, of doing stuff. Now, I, I could do activities and so forth. Um, I think uh -huh. one year I did, did do the bingo, but I was a teenager at the time. Yeah, uh, I... I that's where I learned how to play bingo. I remember doing that both at Kerwinsville days and down there and just checking it out. And okay. So I played bingo on to the next thing, <laughs> you know, wasn't anything. I was going to sit there for hours and try to, you know, I don't Some know. Of those people I think did. it was like, Oh yeah. People would sit in there for hours and I think it was like a dime a card or something. I don't know what the like jackpot would, how much you would win or anything, but it was never going to be something that would keep us youngsters, you know, strapped to a chair <laughs> for a few hours. Not going to pay money to go lose money on bingo, you know, that kind right. of a thing. But uh, I remember there being a haunted house there. Yes. One year. Well, it was there was one there several years, but I finally got the courage to to go through it. And it was one of those where there was a bunch of jump scares and dudes with uh, – uh, that were like in full costume uh, werewolves and stuff and they'd be carrying around uh, they'd have like chainsaws but without the blade you know they'd crank up the chainsaw and chase you 
a little ways. And I remember just being scared crapless <laughs> uh, the first time I went through there. And I was like, oh, I'm never going through there again. Uh, they always had, there was a, uh, that, well, it's not really a ride, but it was like that fun house that you would go through. You start down at the bottom where there was just like a bunch of glass. Yeah. It was like a yes. glass maze. And then you would finally make your way through that. And usually by the end of the week, it got easier because they didn't seem to clean the glass at all. So you could, <laughs> it's like you're going to run into something because they're, they're all dirty and stuff. And, uh, you get through the glass section and then there were stairs and you'd walk up to the top and I think they had like those funhouse mirrors up at the top and you were like, hey, I'm up here now and I can see a little higher than everybody else. And then you would walk down and yeah, I think one of them had like that huge rotating tunnel that you would like walk through Uh Later on, there might have been some other little. It might have been going back down through the glass maze or something, and then you were out of the, you know, the ride. I remember that being there. Uh, they always had that. It that um, I guess you would call it a roller coaster, but it was a. It basically just did a loop, and you would you know watch the people. I don't think I've ever went on that, but you would watch them. They go you know do a oh, loop yeah. several times. And then they'd get and they get you and they'd stop you like upside down on the loop, and people would just sit up there, and you slowly creep back and you slowly start going back the other <laughs> way, and they'd go back the other way for a while and end the ride. Uh, that was always there at the fair. And like you mentioned, the scrambler and the tilt the whirl. If you remember with that one, yep. that was always one I liked. Uh, never went on those after you ate, you know, kind of a thing. Uh, one well, I like to cars. bumper cars. Oh, they would bring yeah, that bumper cars. Yeah. I guess we can transition to the parade. I was part of a clown group in the local neighborhood, their little Methodist church, my old neighborhood. So we walked the parade as clowns. I think I was eight, nine, maybe 10 years old. Hot as Hades. And even in that thing, um, <laughs> We did a, like a little mini show at the grandstand where they judged us, I'll call it. Uh, that's the closest I got to working on it, short of when we officially worked, when you and I were trying to promote my com website. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do some screen sharing. There we go. So if the viewer can see, this is my old Dodge Dakota. You can see the speakers in the back here. That's uh, That was a PA system I had actually created. Complete outdoor PA system. It was not tied to the main truck radio whatsoever. I had a mixing board and a laptop, and I, see, I think a CD player and my wireless mics were all inside. Uh, so, But Jason sat back here, back between the banners, shooting people with the water gun and uh, occasionally prizes. So there's the front Those of the little, uh, the little wristbands. I still wear one. I've been wearing one since, man. I can't wear them because I'm in my <laughs> uniform. So, but once I retire, oh, really? yeah, I can wear bracelets. I can't wear them. I whatever. So here's the other side. The whole idea was with the sound system is these were true <clears throat> left and right speakers. So when you were 
you know, when I'm you're tra traversing the parade, the, the route, this is the left speaker back here. And this is the right speaker. Back to the other photo. Again, looking at the driver's Did it seat. rain that day? Huh? Did it rain that day? You're, there's like water, it looks like, on your hood. That's when we washed it. Oh, I okay. I just washed it before we... Got, maybe it was sprinkling there, because it does look wet, doesn't it? Yeah, it must have been, because it's all wet. Okay. Here. I can't remember. It might have... Oh. It seemed like we were delayed when we, we were, were waiting really to... Uh, we were supposed to be in, form, in, in the parade, set up, ready to go at, like... Was it six, six or six thirty? We didn't start rolling until like seven thirty, closer to eight o'clock. I, I don't think, think we, we made finally... it halfway through, and it was dark. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was fun. I enjoyed this oh, little yeah, thing, was... and I still remember Jason. You know, we're getting down, make the first true turn onto, uh, I guess it'd be Market Street, the main street through the Clearfield town. And he's like, um, his saying was, hey, dude, this is the only time we can blast the radio and not get it, get it fine. Crank it up. So that's exactly <laughs> what we did. Um, we yep. were blaring that radio. I, I swear you had to have been deaf by the time we were done. And, uh, I remember. I don't know, man. I mean, it was, well, I was kind of between, you know, in back of the speakers. So it wasn't, it wasn't that incredibly loud to me. I could still talk to people, and I remember yelling at you know people that I knew while we're going through there, and it being fine. I still have that CD that we that I uh, burned with uh, with all the music, some of the local yep. music and stuff. Still yeah, then I truck. I'll pop it in once in a while. I did a we we did that, and then we I'd add uh, little commercials. I'll call it for myself. You're listening to ClearfieldCounty.com. Visit us on the <laughs> web at. Yeah. Whatever. Um, just to try to get more business. It worked out for a while until, you know, work and life. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But yeah, it it was a that was fun going through there. And then I thought we'd well go ahead. No, I was going to say it was it was a thrill because I remember from a little kid going to watch the parade, and then you know finally getting a chance to be in it was. Pretty special. I mean, like we were saying, it was like a homecoming for, for us. So we hadn't, I hadn't been there, you know, on a regular basis. And you got there, you know, a few times more a year than I did to right. visit there was a time. and stuff. But the, the the parade itself was always fun as a kid because you know you'd sit there, you'd watch stuff go by. Some people would throw candy at you. You had the Shriners on their motorcycles and. With the water squirting uh, cobra snake out of the basket. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That was always my favorite. And that guy would be coming around, and if you got squirted by the uh, cobra, you were you were lucky. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> it was just a it was just a fun experience that started the fair and got you kind of in that spirit. Right. So it was fun to finally be a part of that on on that side of the the road i'll say <laughs> right yeah uh, kind of transitioning jason and i had in our teen years driving years uh we were tooling around the park and this is when beavis and butthead jason alluded to it at the very beginning of our uh opening of this 
we had a big fascination with Beavis and Butthead to the point that we would imitate them often. And this one year, I, I swear it was the Mountain Dew and Dr. Pepper uh, going through our blood. And all we did throughout the whole walk, we went like, I don't know, we'd usually make like two or three passes or so before we got bored. And all we did is we would do Beavis and Butthead about everything. So we'd be like, hey, hey, there, there's a cow. Yeah, that certainly is a cow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we just go back and forth like that nonstop. And I don't know how we found humor in that, but it was for us, that was yeah. one of the things we did. Um, it's a it. swine. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was just, it, was, it really made no sense, which Beavis and Butthead didn't make much sense anyway. But I don't know. It was just one of those things that we we just loved the show and thought it was funny imitating them, you know. It was. We, we had a blast going through there, going around and seeing the variety of things. I think there was one year, um, it would have been my driving year, so one of the two years, there was a time where we were actually bored of the fair and we went up to beefs to go hang out and do something we thought was better than the, the county fair. <laughs> don't remember that. I just remember like, it, was it sounds like, like something we would do, but yeah, I don't specifically remember that. Yeah. It was just one of those odd. <laughs> things we did. Or maybe it was like a Saturday when they were closing up shop there at the, the fair, we went up to you know, hang out, whatever. Yeah. But it was fun. The Clearfield County Fair, we had tons of little fairs in between. Jason mentioned the Kerwinsville days, which was, I'll call it a mini- miniature, more kiddie-centric. I won't call it a fair, but it really was basically a fair for for the mm. area. Different towns had the same. They always called them days. So you had Kerwinsville days. When my mom moved out to Grampian, we had the Grampian days, which was more, it was even smaller than Kerwinsville days, I'll tell you. I don't know why, but they did it. But it was only like a three-day thing. It wasn't like a full week-long bash. It was like a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday they packed up. Um, Housedale had it. Other little birds had some form of days. Parade, yeah. on a parade, a fair-type setup. And they were all fun because you get to, you know, you kind of get your fair food out of it. Uh, it'd be something to do on a weekend. Yeah, it was just a all those parades, but the, the, the pinnacle of it was the Clearfield County parade and fair was, was the capstone there for us. And despite yeah. what it was, uh, or is now rather, you know, it still holds, I'm sure a big, uh, a high memory. Oh yeah. Both yeah. of us. Yeah. It was such a great time. And, uh, just going to, we have the, uh, the Alabama national fair, here in Montgomery each year. It's later in the year. It's like October or something. And uh, we haven't gone to it much because they build in their prices to the admission. So you don't pay for the shows and concerts and the circus and stuff. It's just all built into your admission price. So it's a little bit higher. And uh, so we don't go every year, but just going there and seeing some of the same type rides still. Oh yeah. And uh, the food and you know, just the experience of it and, you know, watching my kids ride the rides and, and want to ride more rides and ride pretty much all day. It's, I, I kind of hate that they haven't had that full experience each year of going to a fair like that. 
and you know some of it's the price some of it is because it's in october during the school year which is kind of ridiculous it doesn't make sense, to me. okay you know they give you a day to take the kids to you know they have a one uh, one price to ride all day but how are they going to do that if they're in school you know <laughs> doesn't make sense uh anyway it, it was a fun experience. It's something that we look forward to each year. And we knew what we were getting pretty much. But there's always little surprises here and there. And then, you know, as you got older, you hang out with your friends at the fair. Staying out later, you know, that kind of a thing. And actually having something to do rather than just cruising around town with your music up. And hoping you don't, you know, the cop doesn't drive by. <laughs> uh <laughs> Give you something to do as you're older, and uh, yeah, you know, you grow out of the, some of the rides. You go on the ones with the loud music when you're older, and you know, it was just, it was just a fun experience, I think, and then something that's just ingrained in my mind as a part of my childhood was always going to the fair, right? So, well, we, I, I think we've pretty much covered this, man. We were, we've been on for a while. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> lots of memories, lots of uh, good stuff to, to kind of pack in there. But do you got any uh, closing remarks before we get out of here? No, this has been uh, fun going through through the Clearfield County Fair, and, and you know, if you're in the area by chance, um, the headlines for County Fair lineup is Matthew West with Zach Williams. They'll be there August the first. On uh, the following day, we have Cole Swindell with Alaska and Maddie. Uh, August the 3rd is the Full Pool Productions Truck and Tractor Pools. So you get to see a little bit of what we oh, used to. Still doing it, huh? They are doing it. Jason, you might like this one. August the 4th, Friday, which is usually the big, the big, uh, the big hoopla. They got 38 special with the Outlaws. Nice. And then wrapping it up on August the 3rd. Fifth is Queens Right with uh, Kicks right. Uh, with Kicks and Autograph. Uh, oh my gosh, that's an awesome show! Very awesome what, show. What day is that? <laughs> I might just fly up to watch that. That's some good for uh, like early '90s, late '80s hair, uh, hair bands there. Yeah, that'll be a yeah, good. Got two, uh, two rock bands this year instead of uh, the Country Act on Saturday. They have been. They've been sprucing it up the last couple of years. They've had some good, good big names come up, uh, familiar names. Usually, '80s, '90s era, but mm-hmm. they've been coming up. But you know, if you want to learn, I, I feel like I'm plugging them. I am, uh, but <laughs> to see what what it's like. The website is ClearfieldCountyFair.com, and you can go there and see what what our fair is like at least this year. One of the big things to do is they also have the the fair queen. They they do that ceremony. Typically, they have a contest. I think they announce the fair queen on. I want to say it's, it's like early because the they drive them through the uh, they the drive through the parade. Yeah, so yeah. it's early. Yeah, but you know that's a big to do for our area. But yeah, it, it's uh, even for what it is. It's been a great entertainment venue for for our hometown for what we do and for all the bigger it is even nowadays you know 
look at, you know, just like I said, we had 38 special, which is really phenomenal for that area. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's a fun place. Clearfield to some degree is a fun place. If you like the rustic stuff, there's, um, <laughs> we both want to go back in the worst possible way, but we know, uh, livelihood. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's probably I mean, it's, not the best place to go yet to return right. to. Not exactly a booming town, but you know, we both want to go back just to relive our childhood. I think <laughs> most of the time, so, you know, there was a stance. Find our old hangouts and all that stuff. Jason said something some time ago. I think it was in our meet the hosts. We hadn't seen each other for we have been trying to see each other as best we can every year. There was a time span where we, it had been, what, eight, nine, ten years that we hadn't seen each other for a long time because I had been to Korea, then out to Mountain Home, and our paths just didn't traverse. And it wasn't until I got to New Jersey in 06 – and it was a year after that, like 07 or 08, when I got there, that you were finally coming up home for your birthday. And I decided to come up that week, and I was able to conjure out, conjure up a, a, the leave to do it. And it was, I want to say, it was, a, it was something like eight, nine years since we had seen each other. I mean, we talked to each other. If it wasn't Yahoo Messenger, it was on the phone Yeah. Uh, back in those days. Uh, we would always keep in contact. There was a spance that we hadn't seen each other for, like I said, almost ten years. But that's yeah. it, you know that that's that's us. We used to hang out. We're good friends, brothers. So just keeping it going. That's right. Well, it was a fun time tonight, as always. Do you have any inkling as to? I think I chose the fair topic. Do you have any inkling as to what you want to do next? Oh, I'm very itchy to talk about WCPA. Um, I think that would actually be almost a shorter shorter episode because, you know, it's just us working at the radio station. But well, we, we did a, some hijinks there, too. It wasn't just work. We did. I probably have to – I don't know if this would be the right venue to talk about it, if we should uh, ask permission to use some of the liners and stuff from the new owners. Or just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much it'll, I mean, it'll, you can hear some of the stuff we heard, you know, all the time back there for our listeners. You know, I know you got some of the old commercials and promos and jingles, all that kind of thing. Yes. Uh, I, uh, I'm a very nostalgic memorabilia type person. And one of the things uh, I did, I think I've said this before, it was, I recorded every single liner, jingle, ID, promo. I never, never recorded the commercials themselves. The promos are actually just a promotion for a radio show or some kind of show within the station itself. Commercial was considered anything outside. So for the local Dodge Garage or business, whatever it was, that's a commercial. So, And then all that entities, I recorded every single one. Uh, and I still have that. Uh, I was luckily able to transition it to digital, so it's fairly preserved. And every now and then I still get Jason yeah. with something. Well, if you think you can hook it up so everybody could hear and I don't have to 
cut and splice the jingles <laughs> in while I'm producing. <laughs> uh, that, would be, that would be more appreciative. So I guess we can fool around with Hangouts and see if that might be able to work. Right. Uh, just so I don't have to drop those. <laughs> but the other, the other thing I, I was thinking of is there was one that we did, still our childhood, phone battles is what I, I lovingly called it. There was episodes where him and I would do some things with the telephone itself. Um, one of them you alluded to, I'll give you a hint, was the PBS telethons. Yeah. Um, kind of yeah. like the pranking stuff. We used to do stuff to our to ourselves. I, I, learned, I learned a couple songs on the touch tones. I do yes, remember that. <laughs> and I could never get it to work right. Uh, uh, so there's that that we could talk about. Good. We need to write down if we haven't written down what I was thinking of when we were, when I was thinking about this show was like other amusement parks, like visiting Hershey and visiting Kennywood. And I think your year we visited Cedar point and yes, we do have it. Maybe some field trips. That's what I have it under. It's um, Hershey. Uh, it was under our, okay. It's under our notes, but yes, it's there. So we could do that okay. too. I want to talk um, about that at some point. Not doesn't have to be the next one since we just did right. the fair, but I don't know. I'm itchy about WCPA. I want to, I still, I still hold that in high regard. In fact, Jason's text message right now is uh, the the one liner. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it'll come up over this. QYX ninety three five. I don't know if it came up. I heard it. I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna try it again. One more. QYX ninety three five. So that's the text, and you know everybody has their own little get up for. For different ringtones, that's his. Um, just because I miss QIX again. Yeah. Um, Your ringtone is still the Airwolf theme when you call. Yeah, my. Well, maybe that's what we could do. Is, well, I think we'd only cover an opening for what our ringtones would be. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that would be fun because yeah, I mean, and maybe we could incorporate first jobs into that, and not just leave it at QIX, but our first jobs. Might be I the like better that. way to title that. I like that because I can talk about working in Appalachian Wood third shift and uh, all that fun little the little things we did on the township crew that one summer. I think I told you about <laughs> that one where we were uh, driving over that. <laughs> yep. Uh, trying to think what other you can talk about the gas station little quirks there. We could talk about the radio station, obviously. I'm trying to think what other jobs. That nightmare of a job I had at uh, the Walmart distribution center. I don't remember you working there. Oh, uh, yeah. I worked there. I think it might have been just one summer while I was in college. On the shipping docks, loading those trailers with boxes and bikes and beanbag right. chairs. and Yeah. That, that might be fun to do first jobs. Uh, most of them would probably be like more of my most dreaded <laughs> jobs, except for the radio station. That was, uh, I mean, that was a very fun experience, mostly yeah. because that you know you were there and we shared the same quirk <laughs> stuff of the station and dealing with uh, Carl calling in on every little 
<laughs> two second didn't. delay. What's going on with yeah. the two second dinner? What's going on? There. What's up with that? It's it's Detroit, not Detroit. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, yeah, I mean that'd be fun because we we get a nice little section about that, and then we can talk about other little jobs and stuff. So that I works. like that. Cool. Well, let's say goodbye before uh, the uh, the midnight oil kicks in here. And, uh, yeah. We just want to say uh, appreciate everybody tuning in, listening. I know this probably went a little bit long, but hopefully we had a couple little fair memories that will uh, translate to your experience. Uh, you know, most of these rides probably circled the country more than once during a calendar year. And uh, as quick as, you know, they went up and came down. So hope it was a fun show for everybody. Right. Uh, join us through uh, all our social media outlets to include uh, rediscoverthe80s.com. Uh, many entities that are within, as, like I said, social media sites. Please follow us for the show notes when they are posted. Leave your comments. Uh, we do our best to read every one of them on the air. Uh, interact with you as well and also want to just thank all of our fans for joining us for another episode of memory jogger will you see another extraterrestrial or perhaps entertain an alien life form we hope they do not take you to a mobile army surgical hospital but if they do we will certainly call magnum private investigator and the mobile armor strike command to return you we run down memory jogger This has been a production of the Rediscover the 80s podcast. Visit rediscoverthe80s.com to find our show notes for this episode and others. Join us again next time for the Memory Jogger podcast. Hey! <laughs> I was trying to get all the acronym shows. Yeah, I, I got you. I got you. I thought you were going aliens at first, and I was like, okay, E.T., ALF. Okay, now you're going MASH and... <laughs> Oh, good job. That makes me laugh, those little endings you come up with. I try. Some of them can be ridiculous. I don't know how I managed to even (laughs) write them, but whatever. They're for fun.